0: Horses, mountains, dogs, oh my. These are a few of my favorite things. They are the things that bring me home and connect me to the wisdom of my grandparents and the values I want to instill in my children. My name is Kat caldwell Myers. I live on a small horse farm outside of Chicago with my children, my husband, got a couple of dogs. We all work for the cat. In this podcast, you are going to hear from some of my mentors, the folks who have helped me get back on the horse and back on my skis after injury, after illness, after pandemic, when all of us had to find ourselves over again to live our best lives. So without further ado, horses, mountains, dogs. Oh my. So it's January 16th, 2023. And in the United States, it's a holiday. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I've I have always made a point out of honoring and acknowledging this holiday because Martin Luther King was one of my greatest mentors. He still is to this day. I think that his message of forgiveness, his message of hope as a, as a speaker, as an orator, as a pastor, taking us to the spiritual high ground of what is possible for humanity, for all of us, if we can truly love each other and the deepest part of ourselves. I went and listened to The Mountaintop, thinking horses, mountains, and dogs, and one of my favorite speeches is... I've been to the mountaintop and I had forgotten that this was actually his last speech that he was assassinated the next day, April 4th. And this speech was on April 3rd. And I've been to the mountaintop and I've seen the promised land. These lines were some of the last few minutes in a 30 minute speech. And I just went and I listened to a lot of the speech just now. And every time I listen to Martin Luther King, I just feel the healing in his voice. You know, he says only when it is dark enough, can you see the stars and that the cry is always the same. We want to be free. And I was thinking horses, you know, horses take us to that place of freedom where we don't even have legs anymore. We are on their legs when we are riding on their backs. And we feel so free from whatever problems we had because they are carrying us. And when we get off of them, our problems look different because we feel so much stronger and somehow so much softer, humbled by having been on their backs. Yesterday, my seven-year-old rode my now 17-year-old ex-racehorse Jet into the woods by herself. I was riding Tiki behind her and we came upon two deer and our horses just looked at them and the deer just looked at us and we were all in perfect stillness. Understanding our respective roles, domesticated animals with humans on their backs who are supposed to, quote, control them. But let's face it, how much control does my 50-pound daughter really have over a 1,200-pound animal? If he were to decide to run, there would be very little I could do to control that physically. But emotionally, spiritually, And mentally, there is a lot we can do in that space of domestication, even when we face our own wildness or look into the deer's eyes and see that they are prey animals. And they see that our horses are prey animals, allowing predators to ride upon their backs and that they seem to be okay. We were at perfect ease and trust. And as such, the deer decided not to run away. And we were able to ride by them without them even moving a step away. You know, this is the miracle of how we can and will walk through life when we trust ourselves and trust each other. And, and things happen. Things happen. We're going to set goals. We're going to have visions of the mountaintop and the promised land. And, you know, in that talk, in those last minutes, Martin Luther King says, I want to live a good long life. Longevity has its place. And I want to do God's will. Little did he know that he had only a day left on this planet when he said that. And none of us ever really knows how much time we have left. But we always have this moment, this moment that we get to make the most of. And we may not be on the mountaintop. We may have had glimmers of the promised land. We may be in the valley, striving, facing the deer, unsure how to proceed. And I just want to encourage you, if you're in the valley, you can probably hear I have a little bit of a sniffle right now. I'm definitely in the valley of having had the flu. And yet, here I am, sharing with you, speaking my heart, because I know I, like Martin Luther King Jr., And like you, dear listener, have a dream. I have a dream of what it feels like to be healthy and 100% whole in my body. I remember what it is not to be sick and feverish and looking for the next tissue. And I know that this will not last forever. That it will run its course and I will get better and return to that dream, return to that mountaintop, that I have a responsibility if I am still here on earth in this body to return to that sense of freedom, freedom that is available to all of us. Whatever it is that you believe, God, higher power, nature, the force, of the wilderness. I'm going to encourage you to partner with those beliefs. Brene Brown says, I am the wilderness. If you don't have a horse in your life or a dog in your life, or you're dreaming of having a partner, whatever it is, I'm going to just encourage you that it's in that void That you can actually fulfill that dream. Because that's the space where the dream is created. And when you have that thing, it's no longer a dream, is it, my friends? It is a reality and a blessing. And now it comes with a real responsibility. You may need to go and get a bucket and carry water long distances and buy hay and feed it, and pick up 50 pounds of poop a day. And trust me, a lot of that is not going to seem like part of the dream on some days when you're sick, and you have the flu, and it's raining outside. But this is the reality, the gift of the actual promised land here on earth. The promise is that there will be challenges, there will be grit, and that's why we need to keep showing up and trusting trusting that it will get better that we each have a part and to see ourselves in that part and see each other and trust that we are exactly where we are supposed to be in that given moment and serve and we can serve each other and we can serve the animals and we can serve nature as a whole so, I want to dedicate this podcast to Martin Luther King Jr., to his vision, to the mountaintop, to the dream. I feel today we still have so much to work to do. He talks about us as being a sick nation in the 60s. And here we are, 2022. And there's still a lot of work to do. But That means we're still alive. This is the reality, just like the cyclical work of taking care of a horse, taking care of your own physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional human body. So this month, that's really what we're going to focus on, is taking care of our mental, emotional spiritual, and physical bodies. And isn't it really right on point with New Year's resolutions? Hello, January. Hello, 92% of those who make New Year's resolutions fail. Around the 21-day mark, I believe. (laughs) So don't worry. You've got five more days before you're going to (laughs) fail. You don't have to fail either. And you also don't have to make those resolutions. What if we rethink them and focus on the dream? Focus on the dream of what it is you really want to have. And then begin the work because it's in that work that the dream is realized, that suddenly we have it. We're in the body that we were striving for because we kept showing up consistently to get in shape and consistently we made good food choices think about treating yourself in the same way that you would treat an animal you were taking care of you would walk it you would feed it you would groom it and you would do all of these things as they were needed not too much not too little what if you could apply The same sort of care and ownership of yourself and your needs mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically in your body. Could you take better care of yourself than you do your animals in your life? That's my challenge to you. That is my dream for you. And my final prayer, again, is that if you have not yet gone out and listened to some of Martin Luther King Jr.'s speeches, please do that because he has one of the most incredible messages and is one of the most beautiful orators of all time. And I think his voice and his message and his passion and grit and work that he just kept showing up again and again to the end, and that his work would not be in vain, but that we might carry it on in some small way in each day by loving and seeing one another, not only as we are, but as we could be, because that, my friends, is the dream. What a great episode. It has been so fun to be with you. I recorded many of these in my hayloft, and I would love to share my hayloft with you. If you want to see what that looks like, or smell it, I wish I could bring you into the the smell of hay. You know, it's really just dried grass, okay? So you can probably find some <laughs> at a park near you. Meanwhile, if you would like to connect on social media, see our animals see some of our training trips, get to know us a little bit better. You can find me on all the platforms. Cat Caldwell Myers, if you're not on social media, you could email me. I would love to hear from you. Please connect with me on my website, catcaldwellmyers.com. You can find the spelling in the show notes. And if you loved this show, please share it with a friend. Drop me a review. Subscribe. That way you can stay up to date with what we have going on. And I would love to hear from you what you would like to hear. And have yourself a beautiful day. Get out there and smell the hay.